Dear listener, it's a great joy that you choose to join me. This is Adventist Soul Radio, the voice of hope. Please keep tuned to this station until the end. I'm your presenter, Samuel Mangi. This is your favorite new life program with interesting segments just for you. Patoni will be having the family life segment by Lydia Aching. Today she'll be talking about praying scriptures for your marriage. Thereafter, we'll be having a Bible segment by Pastor Stanton Witherspoon. Today's topic is about God will listen. Before that, here's a song Mambo Mengi by Kurasini Church Choir. Mambo Mengi umekusonga ndugu Umekosa msaada moyoni Dunia imekosonga
I hope you have been blessed with that lovely song. Thank you for staying tuned. Let us now prepare to listen to Lady Aching. Welcome, sister. Dear listener, welcome to today's Family Life program. Today, we are praying scriptures for our marriage. Let us pray. Lord, thank you so much for this day. Thank you for the marriage message that we are about to share. We pray that it may minister to our marriages, that our marriages may be pleasing before your eyes. We pray in Jesus' name. Amen. Someone said that a successful marriage requires partners of steel. I believe that is true. But I would add that prayer is the anvil upon which the partners in a successful marriage must be shaped. If you and your spouse follow a proper plan of prayer, God will shape you according to his desires and will make your marriage everything he wants it to be. What is a proper plan of prayer? It is simply a plan that helps you and your spouse consistently and fervently pray God's will for all areas of your relationship. God loves you so much that he revealed his will for every area of your life in his word. For your marriage to reach the highest level possible, you and your partner must know God's will for your relationship and live accordingly. The best way to begin is to pray God's very word, asking him to carry out his will in your lives. And that's what we'd like to do in this marriage message. As we've said before, the principles for loving each other in marriage are the principles for living that God reveals throughout the Bible. So with that in mind, we'd like to encourage you to not only read the principles for living that are given to us in the Bible and to live them out, but also use them as prayer guidelines in praying for each other. But what if you're the only one who is praying in your marriage? Your prayers for your marriage have power even when you are the only one praying. That's because the two of you are one in the eyes of God, and what one does affects the other, either for good or for bad. Of course, the power is even greater when the two of you pray together, but I don't want to belabor that point. If you have a husband or wife who will pray with you, consider yourself blessed. Most people don't have that. What if you're the only person in the marriage who is a believer, or only you are living God's way, or only you're willing to submit to God's perfecting process, or are willing to work on the relationship? What if you understand the enemy's attack on your marriage and your spouse doesn't get it? Can your prayers alone save the marriage? I believe they can. In fact, I have heard of miracles in that regard. Even if you are the only one with a willing heart, your humble prayers can pave the way for God to do miracles in you and in your marriage relationship. Here are prayers that God has impressed upon my heart that you may find helpful as you pray for your marriage. They are based upon the scriptures that are given after each prayer. We hope they will bless your prayer life. Lord, please show me how to find the time to store your commands within my mind. As I turn my ear to your wisdom, help me to apply my heart to doing things your way. I know you are the giver of wisdom. Help me to hear what you want me to learn, even if I don't always understand your ways or why you allow certain things to happen in my married life. I want to trust you with my whole heart. Please help me. I know that as I trust in you, you have promised me that you will make my path straight. Thank you. That is based on Proverbs chapter 2, verse 1 through 6 and Proverbs chapter 3, verse 5 and 6. Lord, help me so that love and faithfulness never leaves me. No matter what happens within my marriage, show me how to bind them around my neck and to wear them around the tablet of my heart so they protect me. 
Help me to guard my heart from the temptations that are all around me. You know my weaknesses, but so does the enemy of my faith. I don't want to do things that would dishonor you or my marriage vows. I want to be a promise keeper just as you are a promise keeper. Give me discernment when temptation is waiting to ambush me. I don't want to stumble into that which will snare me into sin. Help me to preserve sound judgment and discernment and not to let them out of my sight. For I know there will be life for me. I know that there is a way that seems right, but that it can lead to death. Help me not to go there. For you are my confidence and you are able to keep my food from being snared. Thank you, Lord. That's based on Proverbs chapter 2, verse 11 and 12. Proverbs chapter 3, verse 3, Proverbs chapter 2, verse 12 through 26, and Proverbs chapter 4, verse 23. Another prayer. Sometimes I say things I shouldn't. Help me to let no unwholesome thing come out from my mouth, but only what is helpful for building my spouse and children up rather than tearing them down. I acknowledge that I am not my spouse's Holy Spirit. That is your position. I do not want to grieve you or say things that will cause more damage to my marriage relationship rather than help it. I know that the tongue of the righteous nourishes and spreads knowledge. Help me to speak the truth in love when it will benefit the situation rather than contaminate it. I don't want to be a fool who lacks judgment and speaks in haste. I know that discernment and the timing and tone of my words are as important as what I say. Thank you and help me, Lord. That's based on Ephesians chapter 4 verse 15 and Ephesians 4:29 and Proverbs chapter 29 verse 20, Proverbs chapter 10 verse 21 and Proverbs chapter 10 verse 32. Money, Lord, I know that loving it is the root of all kinds of evil because it has caused many to wander from the faith and pierce themselves with grief. So I don't want to place a higher value on it than you know is best or would condone. But sometimes it causes problems in our marriage when our expenses seem to be higher than the money we have available each month. You promise to meet all our needs according to your riches in Christ Jesus. If one of us is spending more than we should, or if we need to look further into how to expand our income, I pray that you will reveal this truth to us and help us to line our lives with your will. You tell us not to worry about how our needs will be met. Help me, Lord, not to worry and to release those things that I cannot change concerning our finances. I know that as I seek first your kingdom and your righteousness, you will give us the things we truly need. I need your help in being content, whatever the circumstances. I know that I can do all, everything, through him who gives me strength. After all, you own it all, and if you deem that we should have more, it will be done. That's based on 1 Timothy chapter 6, verse 10. Philippians chapter 4 verse 19, Matthew chapter 6 verse 25 through 34, and Philippians chapter 4 verse 11 to 13, and Psalm 136. Heavenly Father, it is so difficult to forgive my spouse sometimes, but I know that I am not perfect either. I've fallen short of your standards, and yet you love me and even sent Jesus to die for me while I was yet a sinner. Help me to be as gracious to my spouse as you are to me. I know that if I forgive my spouse for the things that grieve my heart and yours as well, that you will forgive me for the things I have done that I shouldn't. I also know that if I refuse to forgive my spouse, it will poison my spirit as it starts as a bitter root defiling not only my marriage but others I come in contact with. Help me, Lord, to let go of unforgiveness and to be in the center of your will for my life. That's based on Romans chapter 3, verse 23 and Romans 5, verse 8. 
Hebrews 12 verse 14 through 15, and Matthew chapter 6 verse 14 to 15. We hope these prayers will help you in your marriage and that they will inspire you to dig deeper into the Bible to learn, live, and pray as God leads. This material is provided by Marriage Missions International. Until next time, God bless you. that you've enjoyed that family life segment this is the new life program coming to you from adventist world radio the voice of hope do not forget to send us your thoughts about this program to the producer adventist world radio p.o box 42276 code 00 nairobi kenya our email address is awr nairobi at ek.adventist.org now hear from kurasini church choir with the song tulipokuwa wenye dhambi Tulipokuwa wenye dhambi tulipata habari kama wana wa Mungu tusilale tusijetenganishwe na Mungu sote kama waitaji dhambi zetu tuzioshe kwa damu ya Bwana kondoo nuru yetu iambaze bila agizo la Mungu amenina mtapewa takuteni muone ni baraka mtafunguliwa Wajitahidi kuwa na Yesu, na Yesu maisha ni Yesu Wajitahidi kuwa na amani Upendo wa kweli haumesabu baya katika maisha Sote ni dugu katika Christo, taitaji msana wa mungu Wajitahidi kuwa na Yesu, na Yesu maisha ni Yesu Wajitahidi kuwa na amani Thank you once again for staying tuned to our station. It is time for the Bible segment. Pastor Stanton, welcome and bless us with a word. 
very warm welcome. We're here again at the feet of Jesus, my dear friends. Today, we're going to look at a very interesting topic and a very interesting message, practical for our lives. In this caption, God will listen. Let us pray. Dear Father in heaven, we thank you for such an opportunity that we can be at your feet to listen to words that will revive our souls and make us a better person for you. We pray, Lord, that may you teach us and guide our footsteps as you speak to our hearts. For we pray in Jesus' name. Amen. Our text under discussion is from Psalms chapter 107, verse 28 to 30, and it reads, Then they cried out to the Lord in their trouble, and he brought them out of their distress. He stilled the storm to a whisper. The waves of the sea were hushed. They were glad when they grew calm, and he guided them to their desired heaven. Psalms 107, verse 28 to 30. My dear friend, many a times you've been sitting there and wondering whether your prayers have been answered or whether God is listening to your prayers. Most often, we see it as a monologue where we just speak to God and expect him to answer. However, brother or sister, God answers our prayers in diverse ways. God uses even humans to be able to be an instrument to our prayers that have been offered to him. God either answers yes, he answers no, or he says wait. So most time when we feel that God is not answering our prayers based on our needed or things that we ask him for based on the situation, we tend to believe that God may not be listening to us. Or probably some conservative Christians may think that um, maybe because I've sinned or maybe because I, I've done something wrong, that is why God is not answering my prayers. We tend to put all kinds of human understanding when we pray and our prayers are not being answered instantly. But today, I've stopped by to let you know that God listens to every prayer that we offer to him. Our God responds to the prayer of the destitute. He does not despair their pleads. That's Psalms 102 verse 17. He says that he has good plans for us in Jeremiah, a plan to prosper us and not to see our downfall. Brothers and sisters, ladies and gentlemen, my brother or my sister listening to me this morning or this hour, whenever we pray, when life gives us something more terrible to, to understand, when life gives you more than you can even stand or understand, I say to you today, kneel, talk to God. He is listening. He is ever ready to listen to our pleads. He is ever ready to listen to our cries. He ever ready to listen to our prayers. Stop that by. Take a moment today, wherever you are, in a car, on your bed, wherever you are at this moment, listening to this message, take a moment to pray. Talk to God, for he is always there, ready to hear us. As Psalms 107 verse 28 to 30 says, Then they cry, then we cry unto the Lord in our troubles, in our destitutes, in our problems. And he brought us our distress. He brought us our answer. He stilled the storm as a whisper. The waves of the sea were hushed. Then they were glad when it grew calm. And he guided them to their desired heaven. May the Lord help us. May the Lord guide us to our desired heaven as we pull out our hearts to him at this moment. In Jesus' name, amen.
are grateful for the time you have accorded us today. That has meant right here at Adventist World Radio, the voice of hope. Don't forget to send us your views, comments, or questions about the show by writing to the producer, Adventist World Radio, P.O. Box 42276-00100, Nairobi, Kenya. Or email us through awrnairobi at ek.adventist.org. I've been a presenter, Samuel Mang. Until then, stay safe, stay blessed. Mambo mendi yame kusonga nugu Umeko sansa adama yoni Dunia imeko zangata Umeko safara ja Mambo mendi yame kusonga nugu Umeko sansa adama yoni Dunia imeko zangata
wenye dhambi tulipate habari kama wana wa Mungu tusilale tusijetenganishwa na Mungu sote kama waitaji dhambi zetu tuzioshe kwa damu ya mwana kondoo nduru yetu iangaze ndilo agizo la Mungu amenina mtapewa tafuteni muone ni baraka mtafunguliwa Wajitahidi kuwa na Yesu na Yesu waishi Yesu wajitahidi kuwa na amani upendo wa kweli au hesabu baya katika maisha sote ni ndugu katika Kristo tutahitaji msaada wa Wajitahidi kuwa na Yesu na Yesu waishi Yesu wajitahidi kuwa na amani Hey! 